Over the last couple of years, there's been a push in many American cities to defund the police. Some would actually like to abolish the police. The results have not been good. Crime is on the rise. We're witnessing a huge spike in violent crime in these major cities. We're going to talk about lawlessness today in this edition of Finish Strong. But before you get a little too dejected or lose hope, we don't want that to happen. We are going to give you hope in the second half of this presentation where we will talk about God's protection. I'm Dan Wheeler. I'm joined by Brian uh, Roland and Terry Steen, our producer, John Matarazzo. We're all here. And guys, this uh, defund the police. How do you think that's working out in these major cities? <laughs> it's not. Two words. It's not. Yeah, that's actually three. It is not. But. No, it's I, I use apostrophe. Okay, apostrophe. Yeah, Terry, no. what do you think? Yeah, it's just every time you. I was going to say pick up the paper, but we don't pick up the paper anymore, do we? We just look at our phone or iPad, and there's just another story, and it's uh, it's becoming rampant. And the the sad part of it is the politicians that are we have elected to be the ones to create some of the law are picking whether they choose or want to obey them or not. The right. same laws that they enacted. It's just uh, the politics have seeped so much into our society that it's uh, it can be infuriating. Yeah, so much hypocrisy. Uh, the other day, a lady in Chicago some guy pumped like 15 to 20 bullets into her apartment with her and her kids in there. She mm. called the police. The police came. This uh, guy fired at the police, and they ultimately killed him. And there were protests outside her house, and she came out and said, this guy was trying to kill me and my children. What do you expect? That's what the police do. But, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, according to a WashingtonTimes.com article, June 1st, 2022, Philadelphia experienced a record number of homicides in 2021, and it's on pace to break that record again in 2022. New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles have experienced similar issues. So, you know what the problem is, Brian? Not only that these crimes are on the rise, but these progressive prosecutors, these far-left DAs, they're not prosecuting. No, they're not prosecuting. As a matter of fact, I, I remember when we were back in California that uh, people were getting out on a thousand dollar bail, so they can commit whatever the crime they wanted. They're letting them out on a thousand dollar bail because they said the prisons were too crowded. And you think, oh my gosh, all these break-ins that are happening that were never happening before, and all all these armed robberies are just robberies or just people getting beat up on you know for no reason, and uh, and just pistol whip things like that were happening on the street, and these guys are getting away with it. If right. they were to rob something, they could fence the goods and still have money left over after they paid their bail. Yeah. Well, $1,000 must be the magic number then, because mm -hmm. isn't that what, whether it was San Francisco or somewhere out in California, you could go in and steal up to $1,000 right. and shoplift, right. walk away, and you know you're not going to get charged. Right. What kind of, it's yeah. just. That, that's where it's all gone awry. It's like, how, how do they justify this? And then, of course, the people that are doing the looting and robbing like that, they're saying, you know, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're the victims. They're, they're not the ones causing it and, and creating the conflict. And it says everything is just backwards. It's just backwards. Like the Bible said it was going to be. Compounding the problem, we have so many illegal immigrants pouring into the country, and that yeah. includes criminals as well. And they're yeah. committing 
crimes. And uh, now they want to punish some of the uh, Border Patrol people for something yeah. they didn't even do. It's crazy. Well, I'll tell you real quick that a recent survey showed that U.S. voters reveals that uh, most Americans agree government is corrupt and rigged. They're, they're, everybody, or the majority of them are believing that right now. They think that uh, said more than a quarter of U.S. residents feel so estranged from, from their government that they feel it might soon uh, be necessary to take up arms against them. That's the feeling that's going around with people. And um, again, they just think it's corrupt. They think it's rigged. And we're seeing that more and more, especially what was going on in the Supreme Court recently. And the people that, that were threatening the justices and even the president wasn't doing anything about it. You know, according to that same WashingtonTimes.com article from June 1st of 2022, drug overdose deaths are mm. up over 36% from March 2020 to March 2021. Border crisis, we've got drug dealers, child trafficking. We've added over 2 million illegal immigrants since early 2021, that's just a, a little over a year, a year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, what's going on? You know, Terry, your brother-in-law, John Hope, he quoted a verse from Second Thessalonians 2.3 that said, don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed the man doomed to destruction. And when he said that in that podcast, which people should go back and listen to that podcast, it's called Approaching Hoofbeats, Revelation, Prophecies from Revelation. Boy, that was an eye-opener to me. I'm like, here the Bible predicts this man will be of lawlessness, and we're seeing it just increase exponentially. Yeah, we are. And it's just, we understand it. when We know there's bad people. But to me, what I can't wrap my head around is the officials that are supposed to be enforcing the law. Right. The, it's on the state level, but now it's on the national. The Justice Department is so reluctant to protect these Supreme Court justices oh, that are having yeah. their lives threatened and an attempted murder on one of them. And the, the Justice Department isn't doing anything. And then after the, uh, the Roe Wade decision, we've had over 50 attacks in our country on pro-life groups, whether wow. it's a, a church, an office, or a center since, since May is what I was reading. And this will boggle your mind. Not a single arrest. Right. They don't care. That's unbelievable. Boy, does that make you angry? They destroyed them. They've been bombing pregnancy centers where they're trying to help these women with their children. So they act like they're about helping. They're not helping anything. It's just ridiculous. Former NYPD chief Louis Anamone uh, recently said that we need reforms on policing because what they're doing is making it so difficult. They can't recruit. They can't retain Yep. And I, I know a few police from Chicago, and they want out so bad. And can you blame them, Brian, no. when all this lawlessness is going on? And people aren't even backing the police. They're saying defund the police. That's what's been happening ever since Black Lives Matter started with the Lloyd killing, which was falling. But at the same time, everything has just it seemed like, like a whirlpool going down a drain. You know, everything was just falling one by one. And every one of these cities that decided to defund the police, if you notice, their crime rate has just raised, like you said, exponentially. 
and other places as well, even though they hadn't defunded the police, because it is becoming just a lawless uh, nation that we're living in. And people are just taking up arms where they want to. They're taking their, you know, I think it comes down to, Dan, too, a lot with social media, because everybody can throw an opinion out. Everybody can cancel anybody they want at any time. And then, and when it, when it uh, grabs hold, it just starts snowballing. And no matter if you're exonerated or not, it's always alleged. You're still alleged to have done this forever and ever and ever. You know, it doesn't matter. And I think that is a lot of things that's happening with the lawlessness and why it's happening around the, our country. Um, I also believe that reason we're having lawlessness is because fewer people in the U.S. now see the Bible as the literal word of God. Only 20% of Americans, which is a record low, which was down from 24% in 2017, say the Bible is literal word of God. And um, that, and that's half of what was back 1980 and 84. And then a new high of 29% say the Bible is a collection of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. So for the first time, more Americans view the Bible as not divinely inspired as the literal, literal word of God. And I think that is where it's all coming from right there. That, that is the root. Well, guys, uh, can we go on record as saying Fearless Faith Ministries and Finish Strong believes the Bible Yes, is right. the inspired Word of God. That's right. And, you know, so much of our justice system was originally based on, you know, the Ten Commandments and on the biblical form of justice. And God says there will be justice one day, but what we're seeing is just, it's crazy. And, you know, it's, it affects us on so many levels. I was reading that uh, police departments are saying the fact that they're understaffed means they're no longer doing um, routine traffic stops. Mm-hmm. And those stops often led to the discovery of illegal weapons and drugs and other tips to prevent crime. And now the criminals uh, are so emboldened because, A, they're back on the street after they commit crimes. They're bringing illegal weapons into cities they know they won't even be stopped. It's right. uh, something yeah. that has to change, guys, or our country is in serious, serious trouble. Yeah, and now we're the, the these things that we're talking about, as uh, we talked in a prior episode with with John Hope, it's the foreshadowing of the end times, mm-hmm. and so we realize that the Bible talks so much about justice and injustice, and everybody wants justice. But look at the uh, even on a global level, look at how the country of Israel is treated by the majority <laughs> of the world. They've turned their back on them. They turned a blind eye. They don't give them any credit for their own support. It, yeah, it's just yeah. a crazy thing. It, but that's that's what the Bible tells us yeah. that that's going to begin to happen. You know, guys. Sometimes I think you know it's the younger generation and these uh, liberal professors that are teaching kids to hate America. And so we're all the three of us are old, but we have a younger guy here who's producing this segment. Wake up, John. No, he's awake. John Matarazzo. John, how do you feel as a young man of, what, 37 years old? 37, yeah. Uh, seeing all, yeah, seeing this lawlessness in America, how does that affect you? Well, I, you know, growing up, I didn't feel what I feel now. I feel like I have to always have my head on a swivel, no matter where I am. Not like I'm living in fear, but I mean, I have been mugged at gunpoint. That happened years ago. Oh my! Wow. But you know, just knowing what's happening in the world today, it's like okay, you kind of expect that things are going to get worse because the Bible does talk about that. But 
I feel like we need to continue to fight against that because until Jesus comes back, our job isn't done yet. And so we need to make sure that we're reaching the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can't just give up and say, it's all going to go to hell anyway. So let's just kind of let it. But it, it does, I yeah. guess it does uh, scare me a little bit. It is understandable, especially with what you've been through. Um, boy, Terry, a lot of people might be sitting there going, wow, where's the hope in all this? I mean, it's scary. Um, John said you have to have your head on a swivel. I do find that when I'm out in public, especially if there's a large gathering, I'm looking around uh, going, where's the escape route? What would I do if somebody pulled out a gun and started shooting? You start thinking about those things. Yeah, yeah, you do. But you know, the Bible, as powerful as it is, it has answers for us. And God is so faithful. In fact, it says in 2 Thessalonians 3, 3, that the Lord is faithful, that he'll establish you and guard you against the evil one. So even though we have all that around us, we know that God will establish us and guard us. When you think about a guard, this is like a bodyguard, somebody that's right there to protect you that uh, is going to see that you don't get hurt. You know, we have bodyguards. We have our angels around us. We have God there to protect us, and we need to be able to focus on that. Mm -hmm. You know, in Isaiah, it says no weapon formed against us will prosper. So Mm -hmm. we know that even though this is all about us, he will take care of us. Yeah, I always think of that verse in Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Brian, it's, you know, you and I have been doing a lot of research on some of these facts and statistics, and I was getting depressed, but I also get angry. And I guess that's something as Christians we have to guard against letting that anger take over because we don't wrestle against people. People make us mad, but there's an evil influence that's going on. We need to mm-hmm. pray for our enemies. And, but it's hard. You know, you feel like there's so many people that want to destroy America. And that's mm-hmm. so hard not to get angered at that. I think one of the things, Dan, is that in um, which the Lord is del- dealing with me is, is watching my tongue. And because I think it's, you know, when I drive, I can get upset. <laughs> and I've really been trying to work on that. But and I, I, it's carrying on into what I think after I'm watching news programs and that. And I just want to spout out and I, ca- I can't do that anymore. I could I quit watching the news, as you know, I really ref- refuse to sit there and just watch it every day. But in Exodus 14, 14, the Bible says the Lord will fight for you and you hmm. have only to be silent. Uh, what a great oh, verse. Yeah. He will fight for us. I, I can disagree. And like I said, I'm not going to change people's minds. I'm not going to change mine. But I'm not going to sit there now and get in people's face or come up against them. I'm just going to depend on the Lord and let him do the work. Because he said for me to be silent. It also uh, says over in um, Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. I love this one. The righteous man's run into it and is safe. And that's what we have to look forward to. We have that. We have that availability right now because we are children of the king. And he's told us that he's not going to ever leave us or forsake us. 
And it's better to take refuge in him than to trust in man, which it says in Psalms 118.8. And of course, we can all go back, Terry, you know, to the, the story of David and Goliath. You know, everyone was shaken in their boots. They saw Goliath as just impossible to be. He was unconquerable. Yeah. And, and David, you know, a young shepherd boy had faith and he believed his God. And he said, I, you come against me with sword, spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day, the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. And of course, we know David went running toward him. <laughs> he took the fight to him had five stones and a slingshot, didn't want all the armor that Saul tried to put on him. Yep. One stone dropped the giant, and that was obviously God at work. And as we start wrapping this up, I, I'm going to check with our producer and see how much uh, time we have left, because uh, our time tends to go by very quickly. Uh, we're down to about seven minutes, but I feel like we need to finish strong, and we can finish strong in our lives. We can move forward in our faith in God because he's on our side. And there's so many great stories in the Bible about how God delivered his people against all odds, overwhelming odds. Oh, yeah. There's one of my favorite that's in the Second Kings, and it's about Elisha. I won't go into the whole story, but the backdrop is that the king of Syria was getting so frustrated because Israel was counteracting every strategic move he made, and he couldn't figure out why. And then he found out that Elisha was revealing to Israel what the king of Syria's plans were. So the Syrian king took a huge army and went hunting for Elisha, found him in a city, and it was the city of Dothan. And so in the morning, they wake up, and he's got a servant with him. Let me see if I can find that. He said, uh, it says in the, he sent horses and chariots in a great army, and they surrounded the city. And the servant got up, and he looked out, and there was this whole army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, Master, what shall we do? And that's kind of where we are today. We're sitting there going, talking about all this lawlessness, and we're saying, what should we do? And the answer's right here. This is what Elisha says. He says, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Mm -hmm. And if we could remove that spiritual blinder, and yep. see in the spirit world the power that's behind yep. us compared to the power that's in the lawlessness. And Elisha prayed and he said, Lord, open his eyes yeah. that he may see. Mm -hmm. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire mm -hmm. all around Elisha. We think about fire, that's symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And we have the Holy Spirit surrounding us. We have that protection, just like Elisha and his servant had, that was far more powerful than that army that was coming from Syria. And, and just to finish the story, um, Elisha asked God to blind them. He did a, God did a miracle, blinded them. And he took them another direction and sent them back home. And God will do the same for us. He'll protect us. He'll do the miracle when the miracle's needed.
Yeah, what a great story. I, I just imagine his servants seeing all those chariots of fire around the yeah. mountain. Hallelujah, the Calvary has arrived, you know? <laughs> and that's what we can say, Brian. The Calvary has arrived. It's We've here. talked about angels on this podcast, and throughout uh, the Bible, God had angels appear at critical times, and mm-hmm. Michael is the great warring angel right. who's uh, leading the troops. And when you think about it, uh, when Lucifer fell, he took a third of the demons. We've still got two-thirds of the angels, right. but more importantly, we have God Almighty, right? That's, That's right. right. That's right. You know, I, I, what Terry was just saying, too, I, I look outside my window here, and it's, there's a hill, and there's hedges way at the top, and I'm going, man, I can just imagine what's standing out there. Someday I just, God, why don't you, why don't you show me that, too? I'd love to see that, wouldn't you? Isn't that just amazing? But what you said, Terry, was very important. You said chariots of fire, and the fire uh, represents the Holy Spirit. And people need to realize that when they accept Christ in their life, the Holy Spirit is living in them and is around them at all times. Yeah. And you can count on that. A lot of people don't do that. They, they, they put that aside. They don't, they don't think of that, but they don't realize the power that they have with the Holy Spirit in their life. And when they're letting their life be led by the Spirit and by Jesus and by God, it makes such a difference. And they can live life without fear. And they can live life without trepidation. They can live life not thinking they have to uh, be afraid every time they walk out the door that something's going to happen to them. They're, they are, they're bound. God has an edge of protection around them for that reason. I was going to say, we don't have to do it on our own. That's mm-hmm. what we have to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get worried, to get upset reading the news. But God is going to make all things right. And we need to be busy. We need to keep working until he comes. We need to finish strong, and we can do that because God is on our side. And one of my all-time favorite verses is found in Romans 8.31. And this kind of is a great verse to wrap things up as we're winding down. What then shall we say in response to this? And I take it today as in response to all the things we've discussed about lawlessness and the man of lawlessness and the spirit of lawlessness. But the conclusion is, if God is for us, who can be against us? That's right. I'm going to give you each time for just kind of a final thought that you'd like to leave with our viewers. Um, So, Terry, would you like to take a stab at that? Well, I'll just come back to 2 Thessalonians 3.3 that I said earlier, that if we will just remember that he will establish us, he will guard us, his Holy Spirit will encompass us. We do not need to fear that arrow that flies by day. I would encourage everybody to sit down and read Psalm 91. It's an incredible, mm. incredible chapter that will give you comfort. Mm-hmm. Amen. Brian? Well, I would leave this with everyone, and that would be First John five, eighteen. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who was born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. So we Amen. Are we are protected. We are indeed, and so are you if you're listening. If you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, ask him into your heart today. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Turn from your sins. Repent and lead a righteous life. Get a Bible. Start reading in the book of John. It will open your eyes to so many things. We're just three guys here who want to finish strong in our final years. 
We want to go hard for that finish line, and we hope that you do too. Hey, share this podcast with other people who may need to hear this. Tell others about Finish Strong. Join us on our Facebook page, uh, which is at FFM60. You'll see our logo of three flames. We are Fearless Faith Ministries. God bless, and we hope you'll join us next time for another edition of Finish Strong. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.